Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome. To a hat chat. That was a very interesting, semi-orgasmic uh, yeah. intro there. Can you do um, us a version of that? Uh-huh. That's really who, hard who to do. Yeah. Did, you, did you note down who Dan Holman. Dan Holman. Are you saying that in a weird way? Or well, the Dan had Dan. two A's. Dan Holman. Holman. Cheers, Dan. Thanks, Dan. For that, for that little fangle. The full thing will be Fingle. at the end of this hat chat. Oh, there's yes. a full thing. So oh. we get to hear it again. Yeah, it's a bit longer. We're spoiled. <laughs> Um, uh, what episode are we on? We're episode, episode seven. Uh, seven. I'm Ross. I'm Chris Trot. And I'm Alex Smith. And you've Lovely. joined us for episode seven. That's nice. Today in the news, we've just come off of the hype of E3. The yes. conservatives are choosing which sociopath they want to lead next. And uh, Jessica Politics. Biel comes out as an anti-vaxxer. Oh, did she, yeah, wow. That's not even in, in, this, in these notes. No, but, but that's, that's, that's what's fresh. happened today. That's fresh just to give news. you a frame of reference. That's, uh, um, wow. There might be swearing as well. That's uh, yep. got to mention that. Sexual yeah. comments of a sexual nature about Boris Johnson. No, not yeah. controversial stuff as well. Sexy guy. So yeah, controversial. Oh no, tro- I can't stand controversial opinions. Why? I have to have mainstream opinions only. Well, you just said Why Jessica Biel's an anti-vaxxer. I mean, well, no, no, she she is. Yeah. That's, that's not an opinion. No, she came out and as if it's like a, a big thing. She came out as an anti-vaxxer, but yeah, she did. That's, that's pretty that's dumb. A fact, so <laughs> pretty pretty dumb. Pretty dumb. Anyway, um, but yeah, back to gaming stuff. Yes. So you know we do gaming stuff all the time. So why don't we talk about E3, which yeah, we didn't whoa, whoa, actually whoa. go to this year. So if you don't know what E3 is, E3 is a uh, a huge gaming expo held in LA where all the big people in in computer gaming industry come together and tell people about what products they're going to be releasing this year, what sort sort of state their games that they're making are in. They blow their marketing budget. They do. And a big jizzy spaff. But hiring the out the first few rows of the audience to cheer yeah. like literal lunatics. You but there's genuine fans of, of Microsoft and Bethesda. Well, and that's the thing. Like we've been invited out in the past yeah. by Microsoft yeah. to go to E3 yeah. in the hopes yeah. that we, you know, we get a controller in our hotel rooms, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. you know. That was a surprise. We didn't being go there greased up, it. Yeah. yeah, ready for, you know, the oven. Ready yeah. for the oven. And then we go invited the to Microsoft the, the Microsoft conference. Yeah, and obviously already you're kind of like on their side. Well, you mm. guys didn't go to it. No, no, no. We were both. Time. We were really drunk. Way too wasted. Was that 2017? Yeah. Yes. A couple yes. years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's we... when they announced Xbox One X, isn't it? Yep. But that's yep. just to put a frame of reference as to who's in that audience cheering. Yeah. Us. Is, is us. Well, or no, because they they hire a load of fans at the front. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll do. Whereas we were we were further back. I'd love to see an expose of like 
like finding out whether these companies are just stacking the front parts of the audience with like you know like uh it stooges. wouldn't surprise me like, they need I it to go well essentially right? they do, they do yeah though. in a way they do it must do. it's like you know you get your biggest fans at the front they're gonna make the most noise yeah and everyone's gonna be like oh shit that sounds like a good game even though essentially you're breathtaking yeah. yeah. Oh. I hit the table. Fuck. Um, Sorry about but that. But there's, there's a load of stuff we're interested in from, yes. from that. So, Although I will say, E3, just every single year for the past 15 years or so, you can't get that hyped after that mm. many E3s. Mm-hmm. And even going to it, but don't get that hyped about going to it. E3 as there's a convention a... is extremely busy and packed. Yeah. Uh, and you don't really get much time yeah. to actually play games. You're mainly queuing. Who's it really for? To be honest, like, it's, in a way, it's, a press it's, it's like when you go, if you went to a football game or something, like you're never going to see it as well yeah. as you would do at home yeah. on TV because the cameras are going to get everything right. And all you're really getting That's is the ad you get breaks. At E3. You're just mm. getting the ad breaks because all they're doing is releasing yeah. trailers of things that haven't come out yet, yeah. <laughs> or you can't play. And if you're at E3, it's a queuing simulator. So yeah, you know. Oh yeah. I think the reason they do it obviously <clears throat> is money. Like oh yeah, of um, course, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. So hype that momentum that you build for excitement that equates sales. Like, but yeah, I, I don't. I, I think now, like all those people that go, to, we, we get this a lot. It's like, oh, can you come here and, and play our new game? It's like, can you just send it to us and we'll play it here yeah, with, a, give us a with a, we'll with give a, a set-up um, filming thing? Like, I don't think that really, like any of the like press stuff or PR stuff or any of that sort of shit actually really needs to be done there. You know, they could just send yeah. it digitally. However, it is the event that makes everyone hyped and makes you more invested in spending your money on games, doesn't it? Like for, so. Fallout seventy six, some guys were losing their minds over the. Back or royale of that Maybe. yeah let's yeah. get into it then let's Maybe get into that. the well, yeah. is, main okay. things that got released first of all is announced. there anything you're specifically excited about from it yes what were you excited about Alex Smith Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, three. <laughs> and it's expansion pass <laughs> yeah so uh, me and Trot used <laughs> is that, to is play that gen- sorry is that genuine yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Right, okay. Uh, me and Trot That's used real. to play <laughs> it years and years ago and we just picked it up on a whim one time we're like oh let's try this and it's quite a simple game like it's semi top down kind of like um, Diablo-esque yeah, isometric exactly like an action RPG but, but you, you choose um, anyone from like the Marvel cast right and like so all stars yeah and they it's slightly different to like the films you know like in that like it's i remember the book. invisible woman could like pick people up in force fields and throw them off things. Okay. it's like, definitely comic book inspired rather than film inspired. yeah but it was great fun and that's coming out soon and it looks really fun they got all the x-men in there now yeah they announced all the x-men yeah, yeah so they got they're literally doing the things that the films can't do right now which right. is Combining put the them. marvel yeah. avengers mm-hmm. with x-men so mm-hmm. i'm sure it'll be fun yeah it'll be a, it'll be a laugh Zelda, new Zelda um, Breath of the game. Wild 2. Yeah. Did you complete the last one? As, uh, no. Yes, I did. I you don't have a Switch anymore. I don't, know, But I, I, I can appreciate people being excited about it because I know how good the first game was. Like, you switched off. I did, ultimately. You know why, though? Because I played about 20 hours of it. Then I had to send my, my oh, yeah, Switch broke, for repair. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't realize, but they wipe your save games when they repair it. Do you want to cook so, summary? Um, I just uh, fuck. Did they really? Yeah. I forgot about that. So I yeah, lost like twenty. I lost twenty hours of progress, that and I'm sucks. like, I don't want to do all the beginning again. Balls. So I just, <laughs> yeah. But well, I enjoyed it. Demoralized. Like, oh, I'm basically, this, this is gone. Link dies in a frantic, like Bowser style, like what? orgy oh, right God. at the end. Right, and then Link dies, but his twin brother Bink, right, Bink is yeah. in the sequel. Oh, looks mm. identical. Bink. Bink, it's called Bink's Revenge, the new one. Is it? Yeah. Shit. Binks Revenge. That's a different trailer to what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to Breath of the Wild 2. It's got like a darker tone to it. It's yeah. very much a tease. Yeah, from right the trailer, now. it looked pretty, pretty yeah. cool. Super right? teasy. We don't know much, but I really enjoy Breath of the Wild. Final Fantasy VII remake looks awesome. There we like, go. Yes. That's yeah. the Ross Hornby. I am very excited about that. Although, yeah. saying that, I mean, I feel like. Uh, I feel like it's going to lose all the charm and stuff that you kind of got from the original. But obviously, mm. that's the whole point, it's right? So it's something time, new. It's yeah. something fresh. It's hopefully not too similar to Final Fantasy 15 because that got a bit samey and a bit hack and slashy. Mm. I'm quite excited um, to but see... But I like the world. I love the world of exactly. the characters. I'm excited to see that world that like I know, and it was the first Final Fantasy yeah. I ever played, like reimagined and like shown in yeah, you know detail, like in yeah. glorious detail rather than sort of like definitely. eight sprites. Yes, There's definitely. something about the sprite thing though like ross is saying yeah. where your imagination fills in the rest yeah and now true. there is no like yeah. that that's an art direction now yeah. mm-hmm. so i think yeah some of that charm will be lost yeah. however mm-hmm. like you say they're exploring more avenues of midgar and the story mm-hmm. which weren't in the original game mm-hmm. they're like expanding on the lore a bit so there's gonna not, be new it's stuff not just one game is it it's yeah three, well the first part of the game yeah comes as two blu-ray discs shows the scope of it yeah. really well right. i thought it was just gonna be like oh you meet Aerith or Aerith. Yeah. wait so the game itself is gonna be released in two parts it's gonna be three. released in potentially three parts right really? um, and the first part is two blu-rays why and, so, and that's the size of a well in an, interview, in an interview they said that each part is going to be as big as a normal final fantasy yeah. game which is already massive really um so that kind of hints to them exploring different avenues more detail maybe yeah. different plot lines but yeah, rather than Final I'm Fantasy interested. being a single sole game release, it's now going to be like a trilogy saga, mm-hmm. I guess, is what they're doing. I think it. it makes sense because that, that one's probably the one that everyone calls back to, right? Yeah. Final Fantasy VII is one of the big ones. It's the Why first one on PS1, wasn't it? After like SNES? It was the, one of the first was PS1 it? games, yeah. With it's probably graphics. one of the first ones that really made a splash in the West as well, right? Yeah. Like Final Fantasy VII for me. Uh, you could technically say Final Fantasy VI was that one. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Oh, right. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. <clears throat> Good point. Um, Final Fantasy VIII's also being remastered. Okay. Yes. And I mean, I, don't, I haven't read anything about this, but you said that they remade it from scratch. Well, which is I've looked into it a bit more. So, okay. Remaster. Basically, the reason they've done a remaster of all the other Final Fantasies apart from this one is because it was really difficult to get the source files to be ported. Right. And I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Did they use a completely different engine for that game versus 9 and 7? Mm-hmm. Either side of it? No, maybe. Either way, they've fixed that now, and now they've got it coming out. Okay. It looks very similar mm-hmm. with slightly higher def polygons. Was 8 yeah. the one with the person with the scar down there? Squall. 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 Yeah. Squall. The name is so I quite like that one. Balam Garden. They're mm. all like uh, in a... Thing, a dorm together and mm-hmm. then there's some weird ass like and the gun blade was that gun, eight as yeah. well you gotta press r2 at the right time but then yeah. does Glau- clown strife also have a gun blade he's got a big blade um, not a gun it's like blade. a magic blade right yeah, yeah, not the a gun, gun blade. blade's very much final fantasy eight yeah. right 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 yeah but, um, it's cool i really like it seed that's what they're called mm. seed i think the other thing about final fantasy 7 the new one is going to be the voice acting yeah. And how kind of questionable that is because mm. the voice acting in final fantasy 15 is tragic and awful <laughs> and it's so it's hammy top but I think I can look past it. All the we'll Final see. Fantasy since ten have had hammy dialogue. Mm. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy fifteen I could not get on with. I just found it so ridiculous. I enjoyed like, it. I, it is. I, I, yeah, I, I finished it, which is a, a good start, right? But um, yeah, finishing it, you realize that holy shit, they rushed it. And also, you didn't need to use half the like magic shit that they kind of give you. It's can, can you imagine the summons animations that are in 15 though yeah. which are amazing yeah yeah being in seven for like all of the crazy summons in that yeah. like like that's well, gonna be great um, yeah they've talked about and shown off the how the 
combat works. Right. So it's a hybrid system. So you do the hack and slashing stuff like you do in 15, mm-hmm. probably a bit more refined now. And then it now. slows Yeah, down. so there's the ATB yeah. gorge, which is in 7, which fills up. And then once yeah. it's full, you can press the button and it slows down time, like you say. And there's yeah. more of a tactical yeah, yeah. where you get to pick yeah. your materials and stuff and then fire off a spell at that target, etc., which is more like turn-based. Because I don't know about you, I spent a lot of time just running around in like a field farming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where that's I just tap eight, tap grinding. Eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing the grind. Grinding, mm. but I feel like that's going to be different with this kind of battle yeah. style. But it's going to be a lot more It's going to be a very different game. So I'm Looking forward to that for one. It. Yeah. What else have we got? We've got Rainbow Six Quarantine. Yes, well, we're, we're obviously big Rainbow Six fans. Obviously, this is kind of similar to... What was that form that, that game mode in Siege? It uh, was like brief. The Outbreak, was it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Outbreak mode. So it's mm-hmm. kind of a similar thing to that. Uh, Should we look have, at the teaser? A co-op of three people. Yeah, let's, let's pull up a teaser. I don't know if it tells you too much. It's kind of very much cinematic. Very breathy. And he's looking at his arms and he's, oh. he's got a gun. Um, <laughs> but basically, it's teams of three, right? Which yeah. is perfect for us, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we'll definitely give it a go once it's out Although next year. Although, every game that's come out saying, like, it's a big AAA game with three players turns out to be trash for us, like Destiny. <laughs> every Yes, honestly. It's, it's and kind Apex. of disappointing. And like, especially when it comes to also, like, online Red Dead as well. Oh I don't my know God, if, I mean, they have improved things, but I don't think I'd go back to it. No, it just... Well, yeah, this is a cinematic trailer, basically. Yeah. There's, a, there's an outbreak, yeah. and you're, you're cooperative, trying to save people or something. Trying to shoot a monster by the looks of things. And again, this trailer is um, it's pre-rendered, yeah. which I found most of E3 were pre-rendered, yeah, right? Were, you, yeah. you didn't get that m- as many um, gameplay nope, uh, videos and stuff, which is kind of disappointing. I'm guessing but. this is you, like the guys that saved this person from the outbreak? Yeah. Who knows, but the original Rainbow Six cinematic trailer was completely different. Or well, yeah. they, they did a gameplay trailer. Mm. Watch that now, knowing what Siege is like, and it's all completely wrong. So take this all this with a grain of salt, really. I think this is going to have um, some of the same characters. From is it Siege? Yeah, nice. Oh, that'd be cool. So those two worlds are intertwined. Oh, I think like which is good because we know those. <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong. I do love a CGI trailer now and then. And we were yeah. saying about how cool the um the one for C- uh Boulder's Gate for Boulder's Gate. Was. Oh god, oh, yeah. I thought that was real life until it like it's so I was impressive. Like, I was like, oh, it's just a live action. Can we see that, that one, Craig? Uh, uh, You're gonna have to Google that one. Boulder's Gate three cinematic. And from a B-A-L-D-U-R. like uh, a storytelling perspective, yeah. that's brilliant. Sure. And like obviously The Witcher, because it's by CD Projekt Red, um, Baldur's Gate now. Um, and The Witcher had some amazing cinematics, some incredible ones. Witcher like the, two, yeah, the the one with the cool. boat that like yeah, got frozen over, yeah, like yeah. that was nuts. However, for a lot of games companies, they'll make these incredible CGI trailers, and then the games will be nothing, nothing like them. And, yeah, and I feel like you shouldn't try and sell a game on a I CGI think it's trailer. Forgivable for something like Baldur's Gate. So watch this D&D, now. This is D right? Mm-hmm. This is D and D. So look at this. This is so good. Looks it's also like a, bit a King's Landing. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Like this uh, guy in in general, like his movements and animations and stuff are so good. Also, if you're listening to this, it's just a Baldur's Gate trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, feel it's free to Google it, but um, sword. Thematically, it's very similar to like Heavy King's armor. Landing stuff, and I actually, gen- yeah, when it first came up, before he started um, turning into, uh, is he turning into a? It's a mind flayer. Um, uh, a what? Mind flayer. Um, mind flayer. Okay, so it's it's so quite a very graphic. It's very alien style. Scene. They uh, they have a little alien that implants into their brain. Yeah. They go through their eye or something, <clears> and then they literally turn their body into a mind flayer. 
Yeah, that's how they spread. So it's meant to be a terrifying concept. But, but it, it looks is terrifying. terrifying. It certainly looks terrifying. Oh, look at this transformation. It's insane. I've, I've never played Baldur's Gate, and I've, I have heard of it. Like, have you played the old ones? Uh, Baldur's Gate 2, yes. And briefly. so what do you, what, what's the layout? Basically, How I imagine, you... uh, well, have you played Pillars of Eternity, anything like I've that? I've seen, I've seen, like... So it's like top down again, like Diablo oh, okay, looking, yeah. but it's more like dialogue boxes, more like Final Fantasy, where you go up to yeah. people, talk to them. Uh, it's it's a, Diablo meets D&D. But it's like a okay. multi-branching storyline. You can go down whatever path you want, be right. whatever character you want. It's not like a linear path. Mm. So would and this be something that we would be able to play together? Or is I it kind of like a... Oh, yeah, it is cooperative. It is. It's, like, it's based on Divinity Original Sin 2. There's the oh, devs okay. that do Larian, it. Larian. Larian Studios. Yeah, yeah. They've teamed up with D&D. They finally got a license for it. It looks like it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I love all those games. Like, I, I really like oh, yeah. um, Divinity. It's really there, good. It's in the right hands, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, with cinematic trailers, going back to that, I feel it's forgivable for a game that doesn't focus on yeah. being there and in the visuals. Like, if right. you're an isometric view from the top down, yeah. Yeah. having a cinematic thing like that that helps enhance the story mm -hmm. for some, like an RPG like that yeah, is yeah. just good. Yeah. I think yeah. it works for RPGs, basically. Yeah. I think, I think we're... Not FPSs. That's true. Like, some games, I will search out a gameplay trailer. And yeah. other games yeah. would be like, I'm sure it'd be fine. Like, if they brought out another Stellaris or, you know, like those 4X style space strategy games, yeah. usually I'm like, eh, I know it'll be, like, fine. The visuals will be fine. Like, yeah. I don't really, not, don't care, but, like, it's more about the gameplay. And, yeah, it's fair point. The cinematics are like a supplementary addition. Mm -hmm. Kind of like if you have a board game, it's like, oh, there's this nice map to go with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't need the map, but it's nice to add to like mm -hmm. the immersion of it. Or something. Yeah. Be more I mean, layered. essentially, E3, they're just selling the idea. Yeah, selling the with. idea. And then you'll, yeah. half the time, have to wait several years. But a lot of these are coming out next year, which is quite interesting, considering. The speed at which things are coming out, I think, is adversely affecting the quality of products. Definitely, yeah. Uh, the push of the publisher. Well, it's just more money, isn't it? It's like, if they can sell, if, if instead of focusing on making a good game that people discerning people will be like hmm maybe I will buy a game today hmm which one shall I pick like yeah. I remember going into like game stores like back in the day when I was a teenager yeah. and there'd be like eight titles out at that time and everyone, and, and those are pretty much it yeah. you choose from those eight big titles which one you want to spend your money on but now yeah. it's like 39.99 for this game and there's some loot boxes involved and then yeah. 39.99 for the next version the next year and it's kind of like Frustrating because like within well we got the new um, Xbox announced the new Scarlet console yeah and whilst I am all for 4K 60 frames per second 4K 120 frames per second that's amazing mm -hmm. I do feel like it's extremely soon after an X the Xbox One X came out yeah, right yeah. like it it used to be consoles would like be around this. for like five years like yeah. you'd buy a console. Yeah, right. And then developers will build games that would look better and better and better over time because they're optimizing it. And then five years down the line, you'd be like, right, time to buy a new console. This is this is a big deal. Yeah. Now, whilst this this new one, Scarlet, is it called? Project, well, that's what it's Project Scarlet. Project Scarlet. Project Scarlet. Scorpion, wasn't it? Yeah, Project Scorpion. Yeah. Like, whilst I'm excited for it and will probably get one um, because we're kind of in the privileged position of being able to get these things... Yeah. Um, it's, I'm sure it's frustrating for regular consumers who Definitely, maybe can yeah. only afford, like I could when I was a kid, only afford a console once every five years, you know? It depends like, if it's backwards compatible. If it's backwards compatible, fair enough, it gives you the option, right? Well, the way they're doing that is Xbox Games Pass. So, oh, right, so um, you can like At the moment, you can get stream. Xbox games on Xbox right, Games Pass. So yeah, I downloaded yeah. Fable 2 for my yeah. Xbox One X the other day. Yeah? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I Great love that game. game. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, like that, that's how they're doing it. How about... Removing the console entirely. Yeah. With OnLive 2. Pro sorry, Google Stadia. Yeah, yeah. 
got that one. Almost right. got the wrong one there. Yeah, got the like one. on life, but with even more money and servers. Hoping that yeah. the infrastructure in the nation is fine now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which it is for us. Again, we've all got gigabit yeah. internet. We've got the fastest internet in the country but in our homes. Yeah, but if I moved back in with my parents, that internet is Doesn't shit. Work. It's dog shit. So yeah. I watched a... So this is talking about Google Stadia now. So basically what they're doing is streaming the game to you. Yeah. You get a controller, which connects directly to your router, mm -hmm. which means the input latency is minimized because you're not connecting to a mini console, which then goes to a router. Yeah. Oh, I thought it connected Little to the, uh, the stick. Uh, it connects to your Wi-Fi, apparently. Uh, isn't the, there's a Chromecast. Chromecast, so yeah. The controller connects to the Chromecast, oh, right, okay. doesn't it? I think. I would imagine yeah. it does. They said it was, it was better because it used the Wi-Fi. Yeah, right? so with Google Stadia, they've done a ton of research into uh, latency, paying all that kind of stuff and they've created or they're using different architecture that say Netflix or things like that buffering is basically something that cannot happen mm -hmm. right. they have to do a one to one thing mm -hmm. and basically look just look up the GDC talk about project uh, Google Stadia it's filled mm -hmm. me with a bit more confidence as to what they're doing mm -hmm. like fail safes and things like that with like overflow of like sending stuff to a server mm -hmm. and then it gets to a point where yeah it's just crazy the technology that's going into this thing but it shows that with a 30 megabit per second uh download stream and upload yeah you can get um we're saying 35 4K. yeah 35 would be 35. 4k hdr 60 fps yeah which um, is nuts which is yeah that's you that's there's, great you know 35 meg is becoming more and more common right mm -hmm. um I don't know if they're basing a lot of their reports on American internet speeds because mm. obviously they vary all over the place. You mm. know, in a city, it's going to be great. And dropouts um, and things rural like Rural and stuff's going to be dog shit. It's going to be like five meg, maybe less. Some some cities have Google Fiber, some cities don't. Exactly. Yeah. So mm. it is. So they have factored all that in and they've right done now. a lot. They've got this API which allows you to do like real time, like yeah. it, a dropout or like your internet drops for some reason i mean this is the future like, like yeah, i mean we said this when on live was about as well on live by the way was a previous game streaming service working on a similar concept though when was with that? different like technology six years ago yeah must have been five years ago too early really yeah, but yeah. Like, too early i mean it was you got to start somewhere right they yeah. had a lot of big triple a titles on there and mm -hmm. they had all the technology and the consoles and stuff sent out when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It just didn't work on our internet back mm. then. Well, it was like when Microsoft yeah. tried to launch the first tablet computer yeah. and it just flopped. And then Apple did the same thing like years later. Yeah. Right time, right place. Exactly. Like, but I think that why, why would you get people, why would people want to buy thousands of pounds worth of PCs and yeah, hardware yeah, yeah. when you could buy a good TV and this and then have a subscription and you could play the same sort of games? I think like, it's that ownership thing that's the only contention i think point. people are way past that now i, I think, think so. yeah like yeah. i think because you don't buy dvds or blu-rays anymore do you no not really no, I guess only not. For, like you watch netflix you listen to spotify yeah. you, you know like the stuff you will buy is the kind of stuff you really fucking love yeah right? you know i, I bought dunkirk on 4k blu-ray because i thought Fuck, that's a really good film i want it a hard copy i want it on but my what shelf. if they're removing the 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 thing with which you play it 
for right. example, if we're going in that direction, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, I want a hard copy of Dunkirk or I yeah. want a hard copy of this game. But it's only available on Google Stadia. There isn't yeah, a hard copy. Exactly. But that's the way it's going to go, isn't it? Yeah. Really. I guess um, so. It gives they're, more they're people always, access to uh, opportunities to buy. And that's essentially what these I companies want. I do feel want. like yeah. they will always keep that option open for like, you know, the ultimate editions and stuff where you get, you know, models a toy, and stuff. And yeah. The hardcore fans, they'll keep that going. And obviously, obviously it's a merchandise, you know, cash cow. And birthdays and Christmases, what are you going to do then? You know exactly. Oh, here's a little running out of ideas. Yeah, you know, it's just gonna be a little code on your birth on the, yeah. in the card. And I already little, do that. There it is. I've been doing yeah. that for the last couple of years. Yeah. I've got a godson, and um, he plays computer games. And so, like, I just send you're him not codes. sending him V bucks, are you? I'm not sending him V bucks. No, I'll never stoop that. Here's some V bucks. <laughs> I'll be dead. Have a great one. Good. Um, v bucks. <laughs> but yeah, like, I think. Well, going back to Xbox Scarlet. Now, one of the things they said, which is. Everyone harumphed and hurrahed about the fucking SSD. Yeah, well, yeah. So I noticed this the other day. I was playing on my console for a bit, like um, my Xbox One X, and like playing a few games. And I was like, my PC, the uh, the PCs we built, those little PCs at yeah. home, the those have X. M2 drives in. They have SSDs in. Those things are fast. I yeah, barely right. have to wait for loading on anything. And I was on my Xbox One X playing some games. And I'm like, this loading time is probably thirty seconds. Like that yeah. for me is a long time. Yeah. And and then they're like, oh, we're bringing an SSD. It's like, oh, fucking finally, guys! Like people have been modding consoles with yeah. SSDs for years, didn't you? Put you put a different drive in your I PlayStation put, um, Three, was it? I don't, I just made it bigger. It was right. still HDD, but it was just um, two terabytes instead of the like five hundred gig, I think. And then you've got Apple charging like six hundred quid extra for yeah. an extra terabyte. And I but mean, they're using new technology, right? Well, that's what Microsoft is saying, right? They're saying it's even so faster. It's a brand than new thing. It'll you know. be oh, right. It'll probably be and like SSD is gonna be fast anyway, right? Yeah, this Compared. is the thing. It's gonna be like it'll probably be 3D NAND, um, like you know, it might be um, NVMe like M2 style like stuff. So even if it's M2, right? So mm. we can buy two terabytes of M2, um, an M2 hard drive for like 200 quid, right? Like it won't. I I just can't see it being an M2 because well they have to the cost like, of it versus that the will make cost yeah that will make the console cost okay even if they get it at cost so let's say they get like a terabyte of M2 storage for a hundred quid mm. like I would be very surprised if it's anything other than your regular two point five yeah. um, inch uh, SSDs you know like the normal SSDs did they say how big they, they were going to be no, I don't think so it's going to be like a two five six. I'm sure there'll be tiers I don't I don't think it'll be tiers you have to wear on your back two like games a, like a turtle shell if Apple are going to put a 256 in a six grand oh, machine. I don't put it past Microsoft doing the similar yeah, thing. Yeah, because if they're offering like a streaming service as well, yeah. maybe they would do that. But then, yeah, like, yeah, 500 gig. Like, I fill up my terabyte on my console all the time. Games mm-hmm. just are massive now. Yeah. They're like close to 100 gig on some of them. Yeah. Because yeah. of the, you know, TLCs, mm-hmm. updates and stuff. You need massive hard drives. Do you think Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be 100 gig? Uh, probably. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> From the looks Seamless of it. transition. Um, I, I don't think there's any reason it wouldn't be. <laughs> How? It looks really impressive. Yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk, but yeah. a lot of people have bought into it. Uh, oh, sorry, Terps is just unzipping. How does himself. he manage to do He's this every hat every time? Well, I, don't know, I think he knows we're doing it and comes and irritates oh, yeah, yeah. Uh But with Cyber uh, twenty seventy seven, I completely muddled my words. There, Cyberpunk. But, um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. So they dropped the Keanu on us. The Keanu Reeves is in the game, and he yeah. came out on stage to talk about cyberpunk, not really knowing what he's talking about. But he did—he did, not, he yeah, did a mean, good job. He's in it. But he was like, when they came to me about open-world RPGs with a multi-stranded storyline, I thought that's cool. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you don't know what that is, though, do you? I th- I th- you're cool. I like you. I thought, fuck Norman Reedus. I'm gonna be in a game too. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, what is he? He's also in Toy Story Four, isn't he? 
Yeah. Who? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah, he's one of the characters. And he is like a buzzword right now. Obviously, he's on all yeah. over the internet. Yeah. But literally, talking about something that's we can't really talk about, we're doing freelance work. Yeah. And there is a co- dialogue going on about, Should can, we... you, can you bring in more... <laughs> Of Keanu Reeves, Can we have more Keanu. He's, he's a real buzzword right now. I don't know how much he features in. So that everyone's film. talking about him, and yeah. um, like we get it. Like, well, I get it anyway. Keanu Reeves is yeah. a, uh, a very interesting and inspirational person. However, he is getting shopped around now, isn't he? Holy crap! Roll him out, boys! Yeah. It's Keanu Reeves. They're doing another Bill and Ted. Yeah, which I, I don't think is necessary, yeah. but you know, for the nostalgia, I guess people are loving it. But he is a meme now, right? Absolutely, it's fully, yeah. fully memed. He's gone from sad Keanu meme. to uh, to just everywhere Keanu. Yeah, extremely popular Keanu. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fair play to him. Yeah. He's doing well. He's doing a really good job. Yeah. And people are milking the shit out of him, and I hope he doesn't diminish his uh, stature by doing so. Yeah. He certainly kept it quiet though. That was yeah. an interesting reveal. It was a good reveal. Nobody yeah. saw it coming, really, yeah. right? Well, he's a very private guy, so yeah, yeah. Well, Maybe that helps. As well as Cyberpunk, one of the big surprises for me, and I've read a couple of articles on it now, is um, the new Watch Dogs game. Oh, really? So, Watch Dogs. Ubisoft. Man, I glaze know. over when Maybe I have six. Oops, sorry. Go on. So, yeah, Watch Dogs, absolutely. Right, yeah. Did not give a flying fuck about Watch Dogs. Uh, first game, I loved the idea of it. Loved the trailer. Tried it. Meh. Apparently second, second one's game, a lot better. Yeah, but i just not interested in that at all. Third game, read an article about it. So, in the third game, all of the NPCs in the world can be hired to be your lackeys and then you can play as his NPCs. Okay, so they showed some gameplay footage at E3 of a person who'd hired an old woman. Right. Right. right and she was wandering around with a taser. Oh, I think I saw this. And oh, she like creeps up right, behind yes, a guard, so, tases yeah. him and like jumps over. And apparently it's really, really good. Like a lot of people were like, I think it was a PC Gamer article I was reading and they're-, they're It was a surprising. They're pretty good. They're pretty on the money with the things they say, in my opinion. Um, and they were saying this was a real surprise. This actually genuinely looks quite interesting. All the NPCs can be controllable and it mm. really changes the dynamic of the world. And okay. um, I think it sounds great fun. I think it's a lot of potential for mischief, basically. Yep. So you could just do like a whole squad of grannies, you know? And like a sandbox of Yeah, it's, it's a real sandbox. Like yeah, definitely. Yes. Um, is that where the granny sim meme was coming from? Yes. Oh, yeah, that, that, is, that, is, that is the same thing. And right, also, okay. um, Here she it's is. set in London, which looks pretty damn cool. Post-Brexit London. Which could is be that really what they've, they've mentioned that? Well, like futuristic post-pressure. Yeah. It's got the earpiece in. Amazing. <clears throat> so you've hired this granny and now she she even walks around like a granny. Yeah. That's great. Um, but it looks I'm really I'm still skeptical. Oh, is this in London? I'm yeah. I'm still skeptical. I, I really wasn't... That's cool. ...entertained by the first one at all. But no, I wasn't. You know. It just seems like one of those like shallow mm-hmm. experiences mm-hmm. where I'm not invested in this world or what's going on at all. Yeah. It's just another big open world RPG, which is a shame because the man hours on these games course, must yeah. be insane. Yeah. But everything's not going to create such everyone, like though, a, right? you know, mm-hmm. you know. See, yeah. I, I think like that's pretty cool. I think it could be like a Deus Ex kind of alternative. Yeah. Um. So you can choose different classes. So this is one that has a little spider that can attack people and hack things. And then there are other like classes, but you can set okay. each of these NPCs up as one of three different wow. classes. So you could have a granny who's like an assault specialist. So yeah. she has like a grenade <laughs> launcher. Um, that's pretty funny. Funny. To be fair, yeah. like, that's pretty nuts. And and the fact they have their own animations and exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's animations and um, voice lines for like loads of different characters. Damn. So you can. Oh, okay. you, like, all Is these it still single player? Uh, Mostly. I'm, well, no, because it wasn't. Was it, it wasn't uh, always single player so you oh, can, right, it's okay. one of those games that you can choose drop to be in. online yeah. um, right, okay. and people can drop in I think um, but yeah that looks that looks great yeah um, we'll check it out 
I didn't I didn't expect that to yeah. be talked <laughs> about. I think it could be a really good laugh, okay. like um, yeah. which was a nice little surprise. Uh, Fallout seventy six Battle Royale. Imagine oh, a Battle Royale Woo! game. Sorry, just we wanted it. Holy yes. shit! We all love Fallout we 76. We wanted it. We wanted it. And it. Uh, and I know oh. that, that Bethesda said before the event that there wasn't going to be any footage from Starfield or the new Elder Scrolls RPG, yeah. um, which we everyone's very excited about. Obviously, yeah. Um, bit of a shame because I think it also reaffirms just how little development they've done yeah. on Elder Scrolls since Skyrim came out in 2011. Oh my. God. 2009 yeah. years. I or remember when eight Skyrim years. came out and I still felt that looked dated. Yeah. Like the engine yeah. was like, okay, they've consolified it because Oblivion was obviously this revolutionary engine yeah. with radiant AI. Skyrim didn't feel like much of an iteration on that mm-hmm. yeah. at the time in 2011. Yeah. And now to be still. And, and, I, and I'm sure they will smash the next Elder Scrolls out of the park. It's not that I don't have faith, faith in Bethesda. What's frustrating is that it seems from the outside, at least, they've clearly spent their time and energy elsewhere, like yeah. doing things that, not elsewhere, oh. uh, <laughs> elsewhere. That's an Elder Scrolls online yeah. now. Well, yes. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and that, as a person who loves Bethesda and yeah. loves a lot of the games that they did make, <clears throat> I feel like they've made a few missteps in the last sort but of maybe, five years. Maybe they're just releasing that stuff um, just to fill the shareholders quotas before yeah. the the big thing which you know it's taken 10 years to make gta 5 yeah. you know so it does take a long time to make big yeah. they're certainly amazing not games. doing a rock star which is big games now and again yeah yeah they've gone for the whole like they're doing apps that like, they've done like the, yeah yeah and it, it's almost a different strategy isn't it rockstar counts on its big cash cows once every sort of five to ten which years which is what Bethesda used to be they're exactly. huge they're huge cash cows oh, they're, like, they're nothing to you're yeah. like, you know, GTA 5 was the, the biggest best selling consumer product of all time to be yeah. fair like, they could afford to do that because it had shark cards none of the Elder Scrolls games had they had DLC right. but the sales alone were still amazing um, yeah like uh, yes you're absolutely right the clearly shark not cards. enough because they made they have that in GTA 4 I don't mm, think they did they had an online no right uh, so GTA 5 this is probably when they stopped yeah because apparently there's been a big void since GTA 5 like their their annual well not annual releases their uh, pattern of release mm-hmm. yeah the gap since GTA 5 has been huge obviously you know Red Dead has been in between I don't know if they work on yeah. they must be working on multiple projects yeah right? yeah 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 so you got um, Rockstar North and they're probably upset well, the thing about GTA 5 was we all played the single player and that was brilliant in yep. GTA 5 and then the online experience was really fun and really mm-hmm. really cool problem with Red Dead is the single player was fantastic loved it um, but the online was really nothing and we said, this, we said it before it came out like, yeah. what could they do online with this format in this kind of what can you create framework yeah. and, you know you're a stuck lot. in a specific t- era there's only so much you can do how horse racing is not fun is that no. as a game no yeah, you can't have cars. You can't customize your cars. You can't do all those things. You can't release like decals or new cars. Yeah, it's yeah. all really revolves around the cars. Yeah, to be all yeah, like well, jets and weapons and vehicles. Thing. With GTA, there's so so many things you can do with you know the fact that it's just set today. Modern, so you can do whatever you want. Really. Technology. You yeah, go balls to the walls, crazy shit yeah. like the jet cars and yeah. all that stuff. And Red, yeah, Red still, Dead was still horse fun and playable. Or wagon and horse. And I appreciate <laughs> yeah, yeah. that they tried to keep it themic and not go yeah, crazy yeah. with it, but at the same time. Just don't make multiplayer. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, Bethesda, Still not on PC. Fallout 76, they've released a Battle Royale because I guess why the fuck not? I'm not blaming them for it, but I felt yeah. like Fallout 76 is janky MMO-like experience. Yeah, Doesn't and, fit Battle Royale at all. There's an article quick in that game. There's an article by PC Gamer, which you hold quite highly. That said they actually really like it. They yeah. like it. Yeah. Okay. 
So it, 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 it retains the DNA of Fallout, which I don't know if that's good or not. A reserve judgment. To I've try never them, liked Fallout, so like I think that kind of influences me a little bit. I really enjoyed three, and I enjoyed um, New Vegas. New Vegas. But we played seventy six, and it was clunky. Yeah. Right. I mean, and I can't imagine trying to do anything at speed. Yeah. With and it looks proper. like shit. I mean, yeah. I'm, I, I don't think Fallout old, is a good looking game. Yeah. Like, no, I, I, I don't think it's a good looking game it's at all. Not. I think it looks. Real garbage, actually. Um, This engine... I know engines aren't things where you just create a new one. Yeah. And they are an evolving process. Yeah. But it does feel like it's not evolving enough. Maybe they decided to, like, maintain the aesthetic or something. But it just... Like, look at the textures. The textures are so undetailed. We're looking at a trailer at the moment. I know it's a drab world, but you can do so much with a drab world to make it look better. Yeah. Like, Are they changing the engine for the new one? For yes. The for Elder Scrolls. Well, not changing, again, because it's an evolution. Engines just get better over time. They add new things. I fucking hope so. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, from but, what we've seen, teased, yeah. about like the facial capture, because they got that granny that's the YouTuber that plays Skyrim all the time yeah. in the yeah. game, and they did like a whole facial capture of her, and the detail on that was insane. Um, so, yeah, it's looking like it, more of a This is game. jumping into quite a saturated market, though, now. Yeah. Yeah. Battle Royales, there's so, it's a bit so late. many of them. A bit late. Yeah. And it seems like Fortnite's come back up, you know, because yeah. it, it kind of went down. It got, took a hit from Apex, and then Apex, Apex has, has kind of died down, which I'm not sure why. It was a great game, but yeah. um, Fortnite's rising again. So Fortnite, Fortnite I can't believe it's yeah, tough break. But they've, you know, they've obviously done the right thing. They've caught a load of, they've got a load of kids involved, and they've. They do you know, exceptionally well all over the place. hyping all their new stuff that yeah, comes out yeah, yeah. all the time, like so quickly. Hmm. But also it comes at the cost of the Epic employees doing like ridiculous yeah. hours, which came out recently. Well, there's oh, really? a, So the new series of Black Mirror is out. And um, one of the bits in that I found quite interesting. This isn't too spoilery. Basically, there's a character in it who owns a social media company in one of them. Okay, right, yeah. And in it, he talks about when he started his company he genuinely did want to like connect people you know what Facebook was banging on about uh, second one I think oh uh, okay. no first one the one where the guy's in the car oh that's the second one yeah yeah second one so anyway um, he's talking about like I'm really sorry like when I started out oh, I just yeah. wanted to make a good connecting platform like all this sort of stuff but the, then these experts and marketing people came in and essentially just looked at it like an equation and said like how can we make people more addicted to this? And I think that's true of like so many things now, like with um, like different products and things coming out and like with Fortnite, for example, if you can create these constant content updates and, and constant new things to be hyped or new things to spend money on, like I'm the same Dota too, you know, like I spend huge amounts of money on that. Well, I have historically spent huge amounts of money on that game. Hello, I'm Wheels, the Dungeon Master for Storybreakers. Love Critical Role and movies like Hot Fuzz and Spotlight? Actual play series Storybreakers combines the fantasy adventure of Dungeons & Dragons with small town comedy and mystery in an episodic tale of journalists on the hunt for the secret underbelly of a tiny town where nothing seems to happen. But excuse me if I don't think a bunch of ragtag journalists from a podunk town are actually going to be of any help. But technically, I don't come from here. When the mysterious arrival of a celebrity from the Heroes and Adventurers Guild sets off a strange conspiracy, the group will have to leave what they think they know about the world at the door, if they're ever to unravel the truth at the heart of this seemingly nondescript town. It's not front page of the Sussai Star News. I pull up the the today's, like, installment of the news to see what the front page actually is. There's a big picture of a pumpkin that's been stepped on, and it says, outrage as pumpkin stepped on. (laughs) 
Storybreaker Season 1 in its entirety is available for listening right now wherever you get your podcasts. With Season 2 on the way. Find out more at dicebreaker.com. Um, for what, really? Yeah. Because I'm excited about new cosmetics yeah. and my friends are excited about new but cosmetics. But it's, it's not a new concept, like, you know. Look no, at, but we're look very at all the good adverts we've seen. Look at all the adverts we saw in America, like, everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're trying to get you hooked to their product, you know. You know, Coca-Cola, all these other, you know, Pepsi, all these different brands that throw in your faces. Between... The whole point is they want you to keep coming back to that product. And if they can make it addictive, they fucking will. They'll yeah. have caffeine, they'll do whatever they can. Yeah. Um, in this in this case, it's the dopamine fix from yeah, yeah. opening a box or yeah. whatever. So you can see why that do is Do you think there's going to be a regulation in the same way as the amount of dopamine you can release on a person? <laughs> was like how much know. caffeine you I'm can give sure someone? I'm not sure it's possible to do it. Know, yeah. I mean, you can regulate caffeine, obviously, but like things like that it's a very um hard uh, well, hard to sort of intangible yeah. thing isn't it they're cracking like, down on loot boxes aren't they yeah 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 and they're starting to That's gambling gambling though, laws are starting to come to place in certain countries where it's like look this they have is to reveal the gambling. chances yeah. of what you're going to get which yeah. is kind of weird but even then you don't need to have random chance loot boxes the problem is with those is they're steamed gambling because there's a random chance as to what you'll get of course, yeah. but if you just said like the new Fortnite season is here and it's only five pounds. You yeah. get all of the like new content. You get this new section of the map. That's not gambling. That's just salesmanship. Sure, and, yeah. and that works off of the established hype of Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you were saying, they've done a very, very fucking good job of just making this just an addictive mass of just And if you hype. look at what they're releasing, yeah, they release new weapons and guns and stuff, but other things are like collector boxes. So mm-hmm. what they do is... If you broke it down into just this new thing you got released and people being so excited about it, what you do is you parachute in like you do off the bus and you go through four different rings, Mm -hmm. like skydive them through them, and then you get a box. It's like people are creating content on YouTube for that, saying like how amazing this new update and how cool it is versus the other stuff they've released. Mm -hmm. But really you're just flying through rings and getting a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get... That's is it, it still the same map as well? It's still basically yeah, it's still the, the same. Oh, map. no, it changes a lot. The, 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 they add the map, stuff yeah, they get around. rid of like an area or change that area mm. of the map. And, and I think like, that's really good. And that, yeah. uh, and credit to them, that's another good feature of that game. Like, yeah. I'm sure plenty... With PUBG, I guess they release different maps entirely. But yeah. I, I do like that element of Fortnite where... evolving story. The story it? progresses. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's a, a really good achievement in a, in a, an, a battle royale, which yeah. largely don't really have much difference. Again, it creates hype because it's like, what's that crack of purple yeah. in the sky There's a story to it, yeah. Yeah, yeah and everyone's talking about it all the kids talking about because it, it drives their imagination wild as to what it could be which is cool i think yeah. mm. gets people talking about it i still hate watching fortnite gameplay though no. remember we played it and it was just literally a battle defense a wave defense, a wave defense game, defense game. Mm-hmm. and it just did shit on our channel but well it did shit overall yeah like no one cares about that and game mode boom, mm-hmm. battle royale and that, and that just goes to show the game mechanics of what people choose games on like yeah. now i think mm-hmm. i think that like yes it is nice to have nice shiny graphics but ultimately game mechanics is still king yeah. um it's, and it's like um the new ninja theory game which is a 4v4 melee combat thing right um i feel like that contrived kind of gameplay where you're just brawling pvp mm-hmm. and there's not much to it and there's so many of them yeah that like out uh, Outbreak what was they called that game where we played it's like an FPS mm-hmm. that just remember. totally flopped it was done by the guys who did Doom oh, Out- what, Bethesda no not Bethesda I can't remember now but um oh I think I know what Lawbreakers. you mean Lawbreakers oh, Lawbreakers right yeah, yeah that was yeah, yeah. Just loads that of tried like, to be almost like an Overwatch game, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, and yeah. now Ninja Theory's got like a 4v4 version of that, essentially, where yeah. it's just like hack and slashy. 
And there's so many of them where they're trying to like create this cool, edgy kind of graffiti on the wall style yeah. dystopic future with these really radical character designs. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know, is it an oversaturation again? It might be that they're just trying to do what a lot of people did after WoW's success and they've seen a format succeed and gone, right, we should just take a punt at this because if ours does succeed, we get rich. Like, the amount yeah. of MMOs that came out around Fucking that hell. time Countless. is insane. Like, it really is crazy. And now that's died off, so. Yeah. You know we've been playing a lot of Mortal. Oh yeah. I didn't realize until I had a look before this. Chivalry Two is coming out. Yeah. They're making another one, which is great because I really love Chivalry. But then Mortal is really good fun as well. But mm-hmm. it's a bit buggy at times. I think Mortal is a, but a really refined Chivalry One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like the physical combat of it is good palpable it's just I, really satisfying yeah i mean obviously we uh, predominantly use the bow at the uh end in horde, horde mode, mode but, yeah. um, and you can cheese it as well but yeah the ai is a bit dumb <coughs> now we're still early access right yeah technically but i still I think, think it's the most fun that we've had together for a while yeah. like i think that we were all enjoying it quite a lot and um the the combat seems good like i yeah. found with chivalry sometimes i get frustrated <laughs> because it felt a bit slow or disconnected yeah. um but with this i find it a lot easier to duel people I'm really enjoying yeah. Lord Howe. I'm, really I'm interested to see what Chivalry 2 brings. Yeah, but it's, it's clearly got some competition there. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So hopefully it's even bigger and better. It's um, not an oversaturated market, that kind of game. Not really, it? no. Like, you know, um, historical, yeah. tactical fighting games. It's great for streaming as well because mm. you can get a load of people involved. It's, really good it's also silly. Yeah. Where yeah. like it's excessive yeah. gore to the point of yeah. like fun. Oh, Jesus, his head and arm just came But, like, off. it's also super satisfying, like, hitting someone with something, because yeah. there is a physical throwback. And squelch. And yeah. And getting the defense just right, so you Yeah. Like, ting, counter. You feel yeah. like a boss. And that's an important feature of these games, yeah. you know? It wants, you want to feel empowered, don't you? Yeah. Like, you want to feel like, I'm killing, I'm doing this well. Yeah. yeah. There's loads of games we've just jumped into, which just aren't satisfying at all like what was it we were playing um the walking dead one was it well, not walking dead oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're just like it's all right yeah like, the gunplay wasn't that satisfying again that's another that like f- like left for dead cloney yeah like yeah where it felt like the world was not super interesting they're very much banking on those left for dead players buying it and then just on the you know, name alone it. and then just leaving it yeah. i think yeah. i think that loads of companies do that they just shit these things yeah. out hope that they make some money it's like um the whole thing about you know screenwriters they write a, um, a production company will say like right we want you to write something for us like this and then we'll allow you to to write your own thing and we'll help you produce it right it's like right. the whole deal where they i think game companies are on the long same lines it's like right let's put loads of thought and money into this game and that'll be a big release yeah. but then also let's let's do one of these and see if that makes us any money you know it's frustrating because yeah. obviously with all of these games you have the passionate few that are in that company that really wanted to make this thing really yeah. special yeah and for whatever reason people in suits or whatever made it come out too early or mm-hmm. added all these stupid features and mm-hmm. store features and cart features or like contrived gameplay that they'd never wanted in it yeah. and it ruins the projects every time it makes it a drab I think it's a budget carbon thing, copy because the yeah. they can't all make you know the next GTA yeah. can they no. so they've, they've got to think reasonably like okay what market are we going to hit let's really hit hammer that hard let's get yeah. the licenses for World War Z or whatever and that's what we'll base it on and yeah. thing is and that's the, fine but they don't communicate games like that they don't go like no. this this game is for this audience or this game is for those people that we know are going to buy it on xbox live yeah like they frame it as if everybody should be losing their mind over everything that's yeah. happening like e3 with the crowds again like holy shit this is nuts it's like well it's not nuts if you're a fallout 76 player and you want a battle royale mode you're probably very happy about it but by and large i don't think anyone was really bothered yeah. by that I, I was particularly disappointed 
with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, really? So I was excited for that game because I am a, one of the, my favorite games of all time is Knights of the Old Republic. Like, uh, sorry, not Knights of the Old Republic. I love that game as well. That's Bioshock. Yeah. Uh, um, Bioware, sorry. Je- uh, Jedi Fallen... Um, fuck me. I've completely lost what it now. Academy. Jedi Academy. No, the one before it. With Karl Katan, right? Um... I can't remember can't the name. Remember, but I remember uh, Jedi, uh, Jedi Knight Phantom 2 Menace. Jedi Outcast game. is the name of it. Jedi, Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast, right. right? And in that, you played as a guy with um, a Jedi with a sword, but you could also pick up other shit and you could do stuff like turn um, a mode on where like um, Stormtroopers' heads would pop off, their arms yeah. would come off when you swipe them with the sword. Oh, like, cool. It was, yeah, yeah. It was brutal. And like, by and large, you're a Jedi with a lightsaber. Stormtroopers don't offer much resistance. You literally swipe one through and they just be like, yeah, which makes sense. Right? Yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. a fucking powerful you just keep dude. Away it should be like yeah. Mortal. Yeah, yeah. that'd wow, be amazing. Yeah. But with Jedi oh, Fallen Mortal Order. Mortal Jedi would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody thought the Jedi Fallen Order was going to be sort of a spiritual successor. Well, not thought, but hoped um, it would be a spiritual successor to like the Jedi Knight series. Right. Um, which, again, I will stress, was some of the. So good. Um, but. It's not. It looks. It looks boring as hell. The the, the animations look really dull and janky. The combat looks like a sort of diluted version, somewhere between like like a, a fable style gameplay of slash 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 and a um, like a bloodborne style like roll out the way. Whilst this this enemy yeah, does yeah. its planned attack, you know, also like you can't cut off limbs on nope. humans, only robots. Yep. Uh, and and it's just it just looks like weak sauce. It just looks like a really mediocre, really sort of vanilla attempt at making a Jedi RPG. Yeah. And it's just an, another fucking lost chance. And it's a shame. I, and I think it comes back to when what you were saying out? about budgeting and stuff. Yeah. I think that games companies go, well, publishers go, right, we want a Jedi title out in next year, 2020. Mm-hmm. And then producers will go, okay, right, let's talk to game devs and like you say, people who are passionate about these things and they go like, right, right what we want to do? Oh, let's have like a full RPG progression system. Let's have fully realized and animated limb removal, all that sort of stuff. Then the producer goes, guys, we've only got a year and a half to make this. We can't do the fully realized also, RPG system. we need system. to condense this into a teen rating. Yeah, yeah. So we can't do audience. that. Mm-hmm. And, and then by the end of that process, you just get these fucking watered down, yeah. like, Ma- you know mass market is yep. sort of like yeah i think most this is we suitable this for works. most people yeah. but this isn't generally generally going to inspire yeah. much like loyalty yeah. and, and it's so sad because you get these awesome ips and and historically some games come out and you're like these people nailed it this is like yep. the mechanics are great the story is great the graphics are great and I, it just frustrates me when yeah this this sort of industry lens just fucks things that's the good thing about indie indie stuff yeah. Yeah. like early access like stuff Mordhau. like half the time that yeah. stuff is can be really fucking good you don't see Mordhau at E3 <laughs> yeah no but yeah. the downside then is they don't have the budget or to make it even better yeah. so it's stuck at like a specific stage but I don't know I've been more There's excited about indie stuff that sort of thing though where it's yeah. just like the creator's intent is as good as it could have been and with the budget they had it's better community management as well it's kind of like when you work with the limitations of the console like back in the days the SNES the creative workarounds to get things looking the way they did or to like get a certain uh, piece of music out of like the limited channels that they had on yeah. the sound driver that mm. they used was really creative. And I feel like, yeah, that's kind of lost a little bit because they got an engine which mm-hmm. already works, like an Unreal Engine or whatever. They don't mm-hmm. need to tweak it that much. You have to work hard just, to get stylized. Yeah. yeah. You, you have everything. You have a lot of scope to work with. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like limitation fuels creativity sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Um, no, you're right. Uh, and I think that indie games have become more prevalent because 
of the gameplay focus of that mechanical focus because ultimately people do keep coming back for game mechanics not necessarily visuals like you're more likely i think to come back for a game with good mechanics than you are for good visuals if, if a game is crap but looks beautiful you're like yeah it's really nice but like i wish i had something to do in this game like, sea of thieves when it first launched yeah, for example yeah, yeah. um sea of thieves now is much better um, I really enjoy that game and it's one of the most beautiful sandbox games I know like I love looking at that game I think we jumped on that first time and yeah. we were just like okay well we've done this bit what, what's next and it's just a bit yeah empty like, empty it's weird yeah and they put a lot of time and energy um, advertising that, that game and it's just like oh but I think once in a there? while it used to be the way that these big companies would release these fantastic games pressure it to go out early poured. but now I think there's like imagine a bar of money right so it's like right we've got a million pounds to make this game Okay, it used to be like, right, mostly developing costs, graphics artist costs, coders costs, right? And then we've got, at the end of it, right, we've got a bit of a marketing budget. Like, let's talk to some influencers. Let's put a bit of press out about this. Now it's like, right, we're going to market the shit out of your next game. Guys, make it good. So it's like 50% of the money is marketing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And 50% is for everyone else. It applies to films in a big way. Yeah. Like, yeah. more than likely, they budgeted in. Like, we need to release it now so that we get more budget to add more content to the yeah. game and keep exactly coming in. exactly and it's a really i think bad way to is make it games also great our, way to make money is it also our perspective to flip things on its head because obviously we're older have been in the yeah. gaming industry for a long time mm -hmm. we've been saturated with tons of games that are easily yeah. accessible by mm -hmm. us three mm -hmm. we can have whatever game we want or ask for a code or whatever yeah, or, yeah. do you think there's a level of influence kind of like a journalist does that sees games every day and has to review absolutely them. yeah do you yeah. think that we're coming from a biased perspective where yeah. it's like, oh, I've seen this before, move on, we're whereas someone else would be everything, yeah. mm -hmm. excited if they had World War Z because they've mm -hmm. only played three other games in their life? Yep. Well, that's it. They've got Absolutely, you to make a yeah. choice. I'd, if I've got 60 quid to spend on a game, which game am I going to spend it on? But it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a hard thing to do now. There's so much available. Mm -hmm. Talking of that, were you, if, um, are you interested in Modern Warfare, the new one? Yes. It's back, to, back to Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I know. On its own. Reset. Um, the first Modern Warfare is fantastic. Like, I love Modern Warfare game. 4. Uh, yeah. You mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. The first one where they had, like, Soap and, and the fucking AC-130 gunship yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. Like, the single player of that game was so good. Yeah. All gillied up. You know, the one where you're, like, creeping yeah, through. Yeah. So good. And I hope that we just get that again. Yeah. Like, with updated graphics. Like, that's all I want. A cool storyline yeah. with some cool set pieces. Is it a Brilliant. remake? Is it just, like, they've... Because, obviously, there's some characters that are... Back. Maybe I think it's a continuation of their story. Yeah, I think okay. it's a continuation of their story. So it's like, what else yeah. did Captain Price or Soap do at that time or yeah. around that? Seems time? like they've put a lot of effort into revamping the engine as well. Yeah, looks totally different. Yeah, I've not been that excited about Call of Duty games in a while. That one looks really. I good. haven't since yeah. probably Black Ops Two. Black Ops Two yeah. was amazing, and Black Ops mm. Three wasn't too bad, but it got when it, when everyone started hopping around, it just started being shit. It's like mm. that's not. I haven't been I interested that, in them since uni. Also, yeah, they haven't changed their look. I don't no, think. No. Like, I, I will look at a game and go, that's a Call of Duty game. Like, for me, one of the biggest problems with modern Call of Duty games is their gun sounds animations. Yeah. They sound shit. Like, and the, know, tiny, the tiny box is your reload. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's what Battlefield does really well, but now that's gone to a more Call of Duty esque yeah. level. Yeah. That's why I, yeah. I play Squad now. It still looks and is amazing to play. Very well. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, contrived it's, it's gameplay. It, it once yeah. was, but. Like, carbon copy of the same one before was yeah. a different setting. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. But there's um, that's why EA bought Dice, and I think that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, should we move on to other bits? We have yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We have a bit about Doctor Disrespect. Talking of E3, disrespecting the law. <laughs> nice. 
uh, where controversy basically for you. he got banned off Twitch because he did a live stream and he went into a toilet. Right. His E3 badge got revoked as which well. Which is did it? He got he, kicked out of the event, so which is kind of his, an odd decision to make, right? I used to yeah. well, Doctor Disrespect, I always admired for what he did with Twitch, right? Like he right. he created a character and yeah, he put yeah. a lot of effort into being that character and doing all Present, the app graphics presenting it, yeah, and like living it, which is great. Other, the other controversy about him having an affair that that was shit. Mm-hmm. It's crap. So I kind of lost interest in him. And then he's well now, because of the affair, because it was public in the first place. Why did it need to be the or, whole way it was handled? Right. Okay. And also the fact that it happened in the first place yeah, was yeah, stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like an influencer with all this stuff going to the head. Classic. Mm-hmm. And making a mistake. Fair enough. Anyway, he's back and he's doing good stuff. He's successful. Well, you can see it if you're watching it. You can see he's in ever, the toilet there. First ever live IRL stream he does is walking the show floor. And for some reason, he keeps going back into a public toilet <laughs> and doing skits and jokes in there. With really? people urinating. I, I haven't actually seen the clip yet. No, it's all banned. I so I all, yeah. Or is that not it there? No, That's yeah, a still. Well, surely if we played it, we'd be doing what he did. Yeah. We so are we can't right really. Now, so. Oh, censored. Well, I get yeah. well. So from what I gather, he was going into a public toilet E3 and streaming. Yeah, um, making, and yeah. well, he's not going in there and jacking off, is he? So no. Like, mm. I don't think he was trying to catch anyone out. No, right? he just mm. went to a private place. But yeah, he just it's it's, a stupid thing to do. Yeah, it's, it's just reckless abandon. Not really thinking. <laughs> do fed turps goes in our toilet quite a lot, but obviously there's no. Uh, I mean, there must be. Are there laws here? That, I think I he presumes be. that we'd be consenting, which we probably would be. But, but half like, the time, I think he he checks before. Yeah, and well, you, it's not a case of like I'll randomly go over consent. the top. No. Like exactly. he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he knows us. He can probably judge our character. He'll probably yeah. say like, for example, I wouldn't mind if he obviously if he went and streamed like a picture of my wiener. So this sure. is an invite. But if I stood at the urinal Terps, and he came in and talked listening. to me, I think he knows that I probably wouldn't care. Yeah. But when you go into a public situation well, like definitely. that, you do need to take into account. Well, there were kids apparently just having a piss at the back. There, it's like, jeez. Yeah, read it's the room. Just, and he, yeah, he didn't do it once. He did it multiple times. Oh, like no. going into that toilet, it's like maybe I shouldn't go in there again. It's just, yeah. but it's a classic disconnect, isn't it? It's yeah, a, it's a yeah. classic. Like when you are that big and when you are moving around, it, like he's probably treated like a god at E3, or at sure, least was, yeah, yeah. like by games publishers, because he is literally one of their marketing budgets just solved. You know, Absolutely. like right, yeah, if we can yeah. get this guy to play our game, we're going to go put it in front of loads of people. Yeah. So you do, you get like we we're tiny in comparison of and we get so, treated yeah. great where, wherever we go and you do feel a bit like yeah I can do whatever the hell Above I want the law it, yeah it's like oh, print journalists like what are they doing here what's the point like you know we've got more circulation than them like that sort of stuff and then yeah you just get to this point where you're like E3 is my playground I'm sure that's what he thought and he's just like right I'm gonna I'm not trying to excuse him I'm just trying to enlighten you into the state of mind that he might have yeah where he just Which doesn't necessarily right, it. it's probably yeah. easy to no. get carried away when you're live streaming yeah just wandering around somewhere like, and you got like chat going crazy. And you're just trying to like, say, yeah, you're riling up your chat. You're yeah. trying to, yeah. So. Influence, yeah, they influence him. That like shit happens all the time, right? In, on, um, in real life Twitch. Like weird shit happens it's, all the time. It's a risk thing. To, about, yeah. like, you know. to be out in public is to add a whole other level of risk. You're not in yeah. a controlled environment with other people that you know are going to react in a certain way. Mm. You've got these other people that could just come up to you and punch you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> just or steal your know, camera or yeah. abduct you in a car and things like that. All these sort yeah. of things. Because they know they're live to like 30,000 people plus. This was like 67,000 people. Yeah. And it gives, I don't know how long it he's gives you for. that sort of feeling of um, invincibility almost, doesn't yeah. it? Where you, when you know all these people yeah. are watching, you're like, like, because there was a, a streamer that got into a car and thought they were being abducted. And so they had to like escape. Oh. And they were like streaming this. It and wasn't planned or anything. It was just. It wasn't planned. Like, wasn't genuinely, like this person thought that they were being abducted. And I'm, I'm not even sure if it wasn't. I think it might have actually been happening. And they right. managed to like get Jesus. out of the car and leave. 
But like, you know, I'm sure they think at the time, it's a bit like uh, where a cameraman is filming something in a documentary that's going yeah. a bit awry, like that Ross Kemp thing where the guy tried to mug them. And Ross Kemp's like, you're not shooting me, mate. And you're like, fucking hell, Ross Kemp, you are pretty hard. But <laughs> probably the fact that camera's on him yeah, the is camera- bolstering that kind the- of like, well, actually, no, you're never going to touch me because there's a camera guy filming this. Exactly. But, and um, with streamers, it's like, well, there's 60,000 people watching this. You, you kidding, mate? Like, yeah. But in reality... They're not there. They're yeah. not there. And, not. And, and they can't and do anything. Not, everybody knows who you are. Not everybody cares who you are. Sure, you have this and, level of protection of like, oh, I don't want to get caught. My face is on public yeah. You know, yeah. information. Yeah. But, but in public places, a lot of people don't understand allowed, streaming right? anyway. Yeah. So it's like you've got your mobile phone out. Yeah. It's like they don't get that there's people He's streaming watching. to your little friends. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 you want Skype? You want Skype? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Stop yeah whatever, mom. Yeah. But anyway, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how long he's been banned, banned for. Uh, it's probably a temp ban. I don't know. But somebody, uh, one last comment on this before we move on. Yeah. Um, I saw somebody on twi- uh, Twitter say this. Is it like, it's a temporary ban. Yeah. And ultimately, all this means is when he comes back, he's just going to have a shit ton of subs and yeah. like tips and stuff come through because yeah. they're like, so glad you're back. So in a way, course, yeah. this just makes him more infamous. Well, it's it's, like, it's like the same thing that happened when he, he cheated on his wife. Yeah. Like none of these things truly harm them. There's no real way to harm somebody when they're that popular. The only way to do it is for their own own audience to turn against them. I think there's very little of platform on the same platform. Yes. Yeah. If they're de-platform, it's a different story, right? But then you know he could just do a PewDiePie and start his own like um, like barely any Bitcoin viewership thing. Sure. But he could. He could. And these platforms know that. These platforms know that he could leave. And ultimately. If they really want to stand up for their own morals, and they and they don't, they don't really care. Like codes of conduct are just there to protect them legally. Yeah, yeah. Like these people, they're like, right, well, we'll temp ban him, and hopefully he won't do something bad again. Because holy shit, this guy's making us hundreds of thousands settle. of dollars e- uh, a month. Yeah, People yeah. It's a conflict. Because it. yeah. it's the same thing when Twitch streamers were like kind of wanting changes done in the in Fortnite. I think when they were protesting, it's like, is that a power we want like a, a handful of streamers to have mm-hmm. over? games that other people might enjoy so, like mm. millions of people might have really loved a feature and they're just like oh fuck this feature and then they have to change it out of oh, pressure yeah, of these yeah. kind of mm. asshole streamers who just want to get their own way yeah. like yeah. is that a good thing should we be encouraging that or should we people hope, should have hope a the developers should at least kind of stick up for themselves and stand by their decision to make they should take a consensus yeah. like of their entire user base yeah sure. absolutely yeah. not not just the Twitch again that, that encourages brigading, brigading doesn't it because yeah. yeah. all the fans of that one person is going to then rally on yeah the developer to change yeah. something that sounds like a million voices when re- in reality it's just a load of well there's a just like people. tantrum yeah yeah from there's, there's a really really care about it interesting theory well not theory it's like a it is a theory i suppose um about opinion leaders so there's a guy called marshall yeah. McLuhan who was like a guy that i studied at uni um who was all about like communications and like opinion leaders like it is a working theory and the, mm. like we get opinion leaders right celebrities now are opinion leaders like um world leaders can be opinion leaders musicians artists people yeah, um and so like these people have such huge power because like they're an opinion leader because for some reason people decided to follow them and like you know it raises them up and it gives them a very loud voice yeah and ultimately there's not very much you can do against that person until they lose the support of this massive group of people that will just agree with them yeah like and often all you like for example with an election or something like that all you need to do is to get them to do that one thing mm-hmm. and after that it doesn't matter mm-hmm. as long mm-hmm. as you get them to do that vote yep you're in for four years yeah you just have to encourage them enough to change their mind or enhance their opinions on something and those to moments. get that vote and after that they're in office yeah it's yeah. like us with our um, the conservative leadership but also yeah. essentially it's the rise of like we mentioned before like anti-vaxxing mm-hmm 
like that's an opinion leader said oh this is we shouldn't do this and celebrities are, influential you know, people yeah um leading that thought and it's just like and it legitimizes a, it yeah and it's just like that's a dangerous thing to kind of offer to the world mm -hmm. so be careful dr disrespect yeah well i mean we are leading flat earth uh, proponents obviously here at hat films yes of course uh, we've we got a song about it we do have a song um i hope that becomes the anthem at some point where they all nice play it at some point and don't realize so it's mm. got a jokey tone to it um there's a couple of things I mean, so there's there was another thing i wanted to mention was the fact that we've all watched the chernobyl series chernobyl mm -hmm. chernobyl uh, apparently it's influenced um well it's it's encouraged influencers on instagram to go over there and just take kind of pictures in front of it. Well, there was a picture i don't i don't think it's on this article but Fuck. of a woman who's like half naked like literally her Sexy ass is photo out shoot. and she's in front of the fucking like um towers and it's like what it's are a you tragedy. doing? This is like I ridiculous. fucking hate people. I can't sometimes. believe that, that like, would encourage people to do this. It's kind of like doing that in front so of the 9/11 ruins. Yeah. Oh, you vapid, money-hungry fuck! And I hope like, you're hey, happy. Hey, look, I'm part of the like, series. It's like no, you've. I get it if they're like on a go tour. see it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But if, like, if just going there for fucking Instagram photos. It's just like. That's I mean, okay. It's got to be a good thing for feel. the people around Chernobyl, right? In terms of like tourism, right? I mean, it's just a horrible culture to promote. Yeah. Like great sure. series though, but like Th these seem shit. like regular photos that you take if you were there. If you yeah. were there, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. the other one. The, which, there's more on Instagram, which are like sexy, kind of scantily photos. clad women, just like, hey, check me out, and I'm, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, is it even safe to be there now? I mean, obviously, yeah, the certain parts are okay, right? Well, you take a guy around touch. with you, yeah, and like, yeah, absolutely. If you touch or disturb things, like some things have sitting residue, so yeah. like pull bodies of water or like. There's certain areas that are just really irradiated still. Because I've seen um, some urban explorer videos yeah, on YouTube, yeah. which are really interesting. I've, yeah. I, I find that interesting. Did, that did these the massive video, places the, can just get abandoned. The guy that met like the old lady and her son and they like shared oh, vodka yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, see. It's brilliant, really cool. No, I saw there's an old dude who, well, um, a dude who was outside of Chernobyl. There it is. And mm. he met this really old dude who lived in a shack in the middle of the woods in the middle of nowhere. And it's this yeah. dirty little shack with no electricity, nothing. It was just horrible. Oh, there you go. There's, there's one of them. Um, it's the son. It's the sun and Warning. it's showing, showing no respect. I love it. That the sun is the person. Yeah, to say yeah. That. The voice like, of reason is the sun. We've had a naked woman on page three for fucking years, but now this is disgusting. It's just a massively hypocrite. But yeah, it is. Up. It is fucking disgusting, really. <laughs> like, but then again, if you're talking about freedom of speech and shit in the last episode, oh, I mean, they're free to do it. It's just, it's just a kind of an odd thing. Doesn't to Doesn't mean we have to like it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of dangerous to themselves, but also just kind of making it look sexy. This is a sexy place to be. Sexy, isn't it? Radio Radio radiation thing. is sexy. Mm, radiation though, isn't it? really gets me fucking going. Yeah, absolutely right. Um, You're right. They're, they're free to do this. However, you fucking money-hungry fuck. it's also like when, when <laughs> like, people are like stood on like the top of a skyscraper on one of these beams money. just over the edge. It is just money. attention. Yeah, but that's well, yeah, money. Yeah, of course it is. Attention so is like, money. Like, why do they want to get attention? Because they yeah. want to be popular, because they want to be successful, because they want to be rich. Yeah, we've said money. this before on Instagram. Like, yeah, attention weird, is money. It is weird. That anyway. is a weird one. Um, we don't have too much time, but there's. I chose a few funny news stories. Right, right just um, hit us with some highlights of the week. Uh, okay, there's a woman stuck in child's plaything. Okay. Uh, well, like what? Frank from Always Sunny. <coughs> in a way. Oh, is, yeah. this, is this Dobby? It's classic is another toy one? car. Oh, okay, yeah. oh. So there's a clip of a woman. So basically, she's. So you know that little. Uh, it's kind Fisher of a, is little, the brand, isn't it? Yeah, Fisher Price, I think. Uh. It's a little re <laughs> a red yeah, and yellow red. car. <laughs> She's and a there. woman has got climbed inside this little um, pedal car, yeah. and she's completely stuck, and she is just it's all she needs. Body. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you watch this video, it's, it's pretty. Funny. She needs those bars above and below, and then say like Chernobyl, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the effects of Chernobyl. Um, I think they, they had to cut her out of that thing with a with a bread knife, but it's pretty funny, right? <laughs> bread knife. Oh, yeah, Fair. Bread knife. Saw on through, I suppose. Oh, there's, a, there's another clip, um, not not stupid this one, where it looks like Dobby is. Uh, oh, I've seen. Have this. you seen this clip go around online? Yeah. Which looks like it's potentially CGI or something. I think it's a puppet. <clears throat> it looks like a puppet because the way it walked, it looked exactly. like it was somebody who was on the roof, maybe just using a puppet. Uh, again, driveway for... of this weird creature running away, basically that yeah. looks like the back of Dobby. It looks like Dobby, the little house elf. It is running a little around. strange, and it, it is kind of creepy. Look it's, at this it's thing. well done if it is um, staged completely, but look at him just doing the chicken arms and stuff. Yeah, it's that's absolutely stupid. a puppet. Yeah, uh, the yeah. way it hangs, the way it hangs. Yeah. Also, yeah. the guy could be on the roof. The video cuts before the uh, puppet leaves too far from the roof. Yeah. So I'll like, point, okay, you I'll, can just take I'll, a still plate point of that. This is from the Daily Star paint out the, as well. Star, oh, what? <laughs> so it's not exactly something to yeah. believe, but they also claim that um, experts uh, think it's real. So, whatever. <laughs> experts, experts. Sold Anyone's can be an expert. Who says um, it's real? Yeah, it's a real puppet. And the other one was uh, the poo jogger loses job. No. Oh. So a man has been caught out. Uh, apparently, he has been regularly pooping. Uh, in serial pooing sorry, puppet. Let me just read that. Man quits his job after being outed <laughs> as Australia's notorious poo jogger. Now there is a, a nice little image there if you if you watch it yeah. of him doing a poop. Uh, a man accused of serially pooping in public on has quit part. his job after a photographer a caught him part. relieving himself on the street. Do you reckon it's a sexual thing? Street. I don't know. I think it's more of like a an exciting danger thing. Sexual. Yeah. Like, it's always, it doesn't necessarily have to be sexual. It's always, it's always sexual. sexual. It doesn't always have to be sexual. You might, might just think, fuck, I've been getting away with pooing in public for a long time. Unless he has an issue where he has to poo after like halfway through a jog. He's like, God, yeah. fucking every time. And so he then just relieves himself. Just like, take some dog poo bags. Or is it the same pick place a every time? Route near a toilet. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you certainly change routes. Bush. He likes doing that. Uh, so Macintosh was photographed holding toilet paper outside the Logan Road block on May 11th and has been charged with one count of public nuisance. He took his own toilet paper? Yeah, is that what I'm getting from that? He's his own ass, but yeah, not yeah, clean he's... up the streets. But is he ditching that toilet paper on top of the shit? That's a good point. Or is he like taking Pocketing that with him? it? Sniffing it? How later. environmentally friendly is he being with this toilet uh, roll? I don't know. When I was a nine-year-old kid, I went skateboarding. Go on. Yeah. Around the estate behind my house. I had a friend with me sure. who really needed a toilet. I said, just piss in that drain, mate. It's only piss. So oh, he okay. pisses into the drain yeah. on the side of the road person is in the middle of the day person comes out they're like what are you doing that's disgusting i'm like is it it's pissing in a drain i guess if you can see his dick well yeah but this kid's like nine like it's a child it's even worse you then just you open your curtains and suddenly you can see a child's dick and he's pissing into a drain and you would suddenly be like well this isn't okay why not well, it's in public. Yeah, but like that's like four-year-old g- girls running but around naked you, at but the, if you uh, the did beach. That, but if you did that now, yeah, I'm an adult. I should know better. Well, of course you should know better. But this guy, oh, this guy's. But also, like, definitely 64. Uh, should know better. Night, 64 years old. Middle of the night. If you're going to piss anywhere, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so walking through Bristol. Find a bush, though. Yeah, but there wasn't any. It's bushes. a bit more discreet. It, it's like suburbia. There's no like right, with people's okay. lawns and stuff like that. This is a drain. You piss into it. Bus the stop. drain takes it away. Uh, they love the bus stop. And people have to sit there. I think pissing in oh, drains is a really great viable option. Yeah, you get that waft. On Next the to the seat. ones, not stop. the ones that they with the clear glass. Yeah, the ones like the brick ones. Oh, the brown ones. Oh, oh, oh. That, there's one down really my road uh, when I was a kid, and it just always stank. Just well, people just piss. do it in like the underground tunnels and things like that. Uh, like yeah. The walkthroughs. Yeah. They're just pissing Where would you there. piss? There's no a drain. <laughs> a drain. <laughs> a drain's fine. I, I, I mean, if, as long it as you're like sense, concealed right? in some way. The outrage was a bit much. I think. I think so. But what did they do about it? They went, "Stop it! Get out of here! You're disgusting!" And I was just like, "You can't stop mid-flow." It's just a drain. I got told off for saying the word bugger in a similar way and 
all I said was bugger. I was a child. Bugger. I, I said Jesus it- Christ once uh, in response to a, a roller coaster I saw, yeah. and somebody was like, "Oh, you shouldn't say that." And I'm like, God. Jesus Christ, fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> fuck you! Um, and that's how he ended up. He's not real. So anyway, the poo jogger, uh, he quit his job. For, I mean, for good reason. Uh, uh, I don't know if this one's as important. Craig, uh, any comments on the poo jogger? Would you pull on the side of the road? Uh, Craig, is he would I or have I? Both. Both. No comment. Okay. No comment. Um, Craig's here. Why did you ask me whether I wanted you to uh, expand upon your answer if you were going to answer no comment, Craig? You're wasting my time here. I am, yeah. You're right. Uh, right uh, and the other, the final story would be very quick on that one. It's uh, cops fired after blaming missing half ton of weed on stoner mice, oh. um, which they stored yeah. it. They basically stored uh, thirteen thousand pounds of weed. Thirteen what? Thousand like pounds. pounds in weight of weed. That's a huge amount of weed, um, ladies and gentlemen. That is, and then a they. Lot. <laughs> when it, on a police inspection it revealed that a thousand pounds of it went missing and so they blamed uh, mice however yeah. I think wow. uh, there was some dodgy stuff going on so oh, the p- it wasn't the, like, the, yeah, it's easy to blame yeah, the mice like a pound. isn't it easy to blame the a mice a lot of animals do like eating Stop weed well, yeah, why, like, yeah sure like weed like being eaten by yeah. things is actually a common sorry, thing for I farms. don't doubt it what the hell sorry yeah this image is just Thank a you. big chunky bud and then it's just loads of fucking little mice running past anyway um, we've got to wrap so, up today yeah we, uh, so quick updates so there won't be a podcast next week uh because we are recording shit loads of stuff mm. uh we're also away in the first half of the week so we can't do next week's the week after we have an exciting thing that isn't 100 percent confirmed but i'm very excited about it we might be going to the austrian um f1 grand prix yeah as part Craig's of the thing which we'll film Woo. Uh, yeah. But again, annoyingly, that's on a Thursday, so we may not be able to do, fit them in. If we can fit them in, we'll try to. Uh, but I'm saying that now just to guess. Pre warning. Pre warning. Um, and yeah, and also one thing I was tempted to bring back was a Hat Daddy's segment, like a, just like one question or, or two or something. Okay, we'll in start future. thinking about it. So bring those into um, hatchat at hat films. If you don't com. know what that is, it's like an agony aunt slash yes. uncle scenario where you have a problem, we'll try and solve it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did it a while back on its own and I think it just works as a little segment where we can just do one or two questions mm-hmm. rather than shitloads. In orc masks, right? Not in orc masks this time. Orc masks this time. Um, and also this podcast is very kindly supported and made possible by our wonderful patrons. It is, yeah. Patreon.com oh, slash hatfilms. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to pick, pluck a random Patreon um, supporter and just, wow. say and just say thanks to them. Um, it's in the middle there, is, Ross. There it is. Cheers, buddy. Uh, I'm just going to randomly this one. Thank you, Joseph Allison. Wow. Wow. Thank you. You've, I mean, there's loads of names in there, but I've just pinpointed... There's 200 of you. Who's going to be That's next nice. week? We'll find out. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we want one more one question from the audience here? Do you want to cherry sure. pick one trot? You chose these. I don't know what... Um... Can you dream having a dream? By Latchy. Uh, well, like an Inception type, type thing. Dream? Oh, I've done that. I think you, yeah, yeah, I think you can. I've woken up and still been in a dream. Yeah. Which is so. kind of annoying when that happens because yep. it's kind of very disorienting. Where you wake up and you feel like you're already in bed mm-hmm. and you're like, fuck, what? And you wake up again. And you're like, oh, for fuck's oh, sake. This is weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I have had that. Snow Hazard was like, what's the most exciting thing for E3? Uh, Final Fantasy VII for me. Yeah, I'd Personally, say I wasn't much excited about too much else. Really. I think probably Cyberpunk still. Yeah. Like, p- Cyberpunk looks pretty yeah. pretty fun. I said in March, so not too long to wait, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. 2020. Um, someone said, if uh, Jake said, if Carl has a head like a fucking orange, referring to Ricky Gervais podcasts, mm-hmm. what is Craig's head like? Oh, it's peanut. Uh, it's like an aubergine. It's really long and purple. Huh? I can't see it. You'll have to describe Little peanut it. head. Uh, peanut head? We, I mean, walnut Eggplant head. head. Eggplant, Eggplant head. head. Eggplant emoji head. Zucchini head. 
Zucchini allergic head. to zucchini, apparently. These are yeah. all American yeah. terms. Definitely so. allergic. Yeah, we took those with a pinch of salt. Although, trot, um, this was an allergy test we did earlier in the I'm week. I'm seeing the doctors on Tuesday. Are you ready? For, to get some real evidence. Finally yeah. getting your balls removed. Because yeah. you, you had so, so much. It was too much. It just doesn't make sense if you're... No, I'd be dead by now. Yeah. Well, yeah. you basically are. What? Have you seen you? I've been drinking milk <laughs> loads as well. I'm apparently like 80% intolerant. So. Oh, shit. Oh. On your way out, I'm mate. still here, so fuck it. Well, yeah. Um, so yeah, look yeah, forward I think to our next hat chat whenever that's going to be. Uh-huh. Yes. I hope you're enjoying them so far. If you're subscribed, listening Indeed. to this right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. We appreciate that. And, and a massive uh, thanks to our supporters as well on Patreon and people watching on Twitch and subbing mm-hmm. on Twitch. And If you want to watch some us. of the video segments or watch this entire podcast in video form, we have the Hat Chat Podcast YouTube channel. So have a look at that and that will be able to show you the videos we've been looking at and things like that yeah. as well. The references. Sub up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The articles. All right. Sweet. Thanks, yeah. Craig. Well, thank Cheers, you for Craig. joining us, everybody. And we've just gone blank anyway. So that's sweet. Uh, Has it crashed? It looks like something's crashed. (laughs) If you can still hear us. They can hear you still. Uh, We'll we'll, we'll wrap it up. Thanks for for listening. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.